0: Hello and welcome to the G2 podcast. This week was Zone Sunday where we had a few different options to explore in smaller groups. You are listening to The One on setting boundaries with friends and family. So, this zone is about how to develop boundaries, which mean we can be more generous. And I'm going to be drawing a bit on my own experience. I'm going to um, be sharing a little bit from this book, which I would highly recommend after reading two chapters, because that's all I ever managed to read of books like this. But I did learn a lot in two chapters, so I um, would recommend it. But it's got all sorts of like really practical tips on like managing family, managing friends. There's lots in there, so I'll leave that there in case anyone wants to have a look at it, and also drawing on some of the experience of Brené Brown. Is everyone familiar with Brené Brown? Anybody not? So Brené Brown is a, um, a researcher, and she originally set out just a research connection, she's got, so most researchers when they set out they go with a method like a, a hypothesis and that they want to sort of discover something but Brené's um, style is more just to, dis- just to do a topic and then see what comes up and so out of discovering, out of researching connectivity, um, lots of stuff that she talks about is vulnerability and courage and the link between those two things but then she started using that same data to look into um, compassion and she, she's got about 500,000 sets of data and she used it to go what out of all our most compassionate people in this study what have they got in common and she thought the answer was going to be spirituality because she'd interviewed monks and um, people of different faith but the thing that they had in common so the most compassionate people had in common was boundaries and it's boundaries that allow us to be more compassionate that's what her research has shown um and um <clears throat> there's lots and lots we can talk about with boundaries, so I'm I'm just kind of going to do a bit of like a introduction to taster of get us talking as much as as we can, but there's loads that I won't be able to cover today. Um, so well, first of all, let's just think about what are boundaries. So Brené says. Um, that boundaries are what's okay and what's not okay. And they're not, um, in this book, the quote um, from in this book is that boundaries are not a wall or a moat around our heart, but they're a path to self-respect. So um, by choosing self-love and self-respect over what someone else thinks of you or the possibility of disappointing someone, then we can enter into a space where we can be more generous. Um, They're not walls, but more fences with gates that can open, but they mark off a space. So, maybe you're here because um, you're someone that doesn't always know how to say no, and you feel like, I'm constantly saying yes, um, and I'm overburdened. Or maybe it's the opposite, and you're scared of saying yes to things because you don't want to overcommit, and so you're constantly saying no. Or maybe you're here because generally you're fine, but there maybe is someone in your life that's just pushing your boundaries a little and you kind of want to think about how you can, um, yeah, how you can set some boundaries in that. In that place um i've been reading the Book of Acts, and I was struck by how many great examples of boundaries there are in acts so in acts three um Peter and John heal the beggar who's sitting right outside the temple and they um he looks at the the uh, the beggar looks at them and asks for money, but they say. I don't have any gold, but what I can do is heal you. And that's such a great example of boundaries because it's saying this is what I can't do, but this is what I can do. Um, and then following on from that, when the Sanhedrin, so like the Jewish leaders, find out about that, they tell Peter and John not to continue. But Peter and John say, "No, we have to continue." So they set their boundary, but they they don't like hide. They don't kind of listen to what's being told and then go and do it anyway. They're really clear with the Sanhedrin, we're going to carry on. So that's setting a boundary. Um, And then in Acts 5, which is where we see um, those early Christians sharing everything that they have, sharing all of their money and resources, um, there's still boundaries within that because Ananias and um, Sapphira don't follow the boundaries that have been set, and then they get punished for that. So there's loads and loads of examples, so it's biblical. So let's just start by turning to the person next to you and um, discussing what sort of boundaries might exist. So what types of boundaries can we think of that we might set? So let's just have two minutes on that. So what types of boundaries are there? So I would imagine that we all do have boundaries that fit into uh, all these different categories we've given. And sometimes we have boundaries that we don't even know about. Sometimes we don't know what our boundaries are until someone crosses it or pushes up against it or or challenges it in some way. So... Um a long time ago, when I had two small babies, lots of you will know that Luke had cancer um, and he was very ill. Um, and there was a lovely student uh, called Rosie that was in G2 at the time, and she very kindly said to me that she would come every Saturday at five o'clock to sort of help with tea time, bath time, and then often we would like hang out and watch X Factor or whatever was on. Um, and she was brilliant. Like she's the sort of person that I have phoned at two in the morning just going, I can't do anything with. This baby, and she 's just turned up and helped like she 's amazing, but what Rosie wasn 't great at is time management, <laughs> um, and she would very often be late, sometimes half five, sometimes quarter to six and um, some and it, this is like a, a real turning point for me in being able to to set boundaries with in this way, because I think when someone 's being kind it 's so hard to set a boundary because they 're like giving their time. But um, I was getting some psycho, like, psychotherapy help to, with, to sort of help me get through cancer. And what, um, it was Roger Bretherton that some of you might know is a, a Christian um, psychotherapist. And he, he kind of spent a whole day with me, listening to me, helping me think through where I was at. But the, the thing he tooled me with is being able to say what you need. And I thought he was going to like fix me, but he just told me to say what I need. <laughs> but I then said to Rosie and he like, helped me to say this he gave me the words to say is I need you here at five o'clock and if you can't be here at five o'clock I need you not to come and that was my boundary and it was so scary to say it to her because it felt so mean but but tea time was at five o'clock for our kids and I needed help at five o'clock I didn't need help at I needed and what because she was being late it was creating stress for me because I was like do I hold tea do I just serve tea what do I do and she was never late again she every single week she was there at five o'clock on time and it was I think it was like in the end very helpful for her as well as for me because I just set a really clear boundary um so I just want to get your brains ticking is there an area of your life that you're thinking oh I think I probably need to put some boundaries in there or is there a person in your life that you're starting to think maybe I need to put some boundaries in there um And it might feel like a frustration. It might feel like, this person at work just really annoys me. But actually, maybe it's about setting some boundaries for yourself. It might be family. um, It might be housemates. um, That often pushes our boundaries. Um, And if we could just share that with the person you sit next to, or the threes that you're in, just sort of share your situation. You don't have to say what you're going to do about it, but just sort of share, yeah, I think this is where I need to set some boundaries. If you've got them, you might not have an area, and that's fine. But over to you for a minute. So, like most children, my boys argue all the time, and constantly I'm being asked to referee stupid arguments. But, and often what it is, is he won't let me do that. Can you make him? Can you, can you make him share his Lego? He won't share his Lego. And so, it's kind of a mantra in our house is you can't control other people. You just, you can't control other people, but what can, we can do, is communicate what we want. And that's what most of the time is setting a boundary looks like. Um, my friend Nikki is a trained counsellor and just expert at life. And her the thing she's been teaching me lately is you can only do your 50%. And that's a really good example of it. That's all we can do. And it's up to the other person to do their 50%. And they may or may not do it. But our our job is to do our 50%. And the challenge for us is how do we live a life of sacrifice where we put others first and we love people just like Jesus modelled, but not live a life of burnout and exhaustion? I think that is a really big question for us. And I think the Good Samaritan is a really good example of this. So um, I'm sure we all know the story of the Good Samaritan, um, the, the parable, um, But the thing that struck me about the story, so obviously the Samaritan came after two of the people ignored the guy that was injured. Samaritan came, he's the enemy. So he's the person that's least likely to look after him. And that's the bit we always focus on is like, Uh, that it's the Samaritan that looks after him but it says he went with him he bandaged his wounds pouring on oil and wine then he put the man on his own donkey brought him to an inn and took care of him the next day he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper look after him he said and when I return I will reimburse you for any extra expense you may have the Samaritan had an appointment the Samaritan had to be somewhere else we don't know what it was maybe it was a work thing maybe it was a family thing but it was something that was important and he wasn't willing to sacrifice that he sacrificed a lot he was willing to spend money he was willing to give his time he was willing to pour on oil so he obviously had resources but he wasn't willing to miss the thing that he had to go to and so he still went to his thing and then he came back and he checked with the innkeeper So I think it's really good boundaries in a story where it's all about sacrifice. It's all about like this amazing man that gave everything to look after a total stranger and an enemy. But he still held his boundaries. So can you think of any examples of where Jesus models boundaries or has boundaries? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was thinking about Lazarus. When Lazarus dies, he doesn't go straight away, does he? He's like, yeah, I will go, but like in my own time and he kind of goes when he's ready to go um and even like you know things like withdrawing um you know when they were on the boat and they were in the storm and he was napping that's a boundary he's chosen to nap during that time like that that take he will have had have said no to something they'd have been like oh let's all hang out on the boat and have some fun and he's like no I'm going to sleep I, I need to catch up on some snoozes um <laughs> he definitely set boundaries so how is giving less of your time? So if part of boundaries is like saying no to things, how is giving less of your time being more generous? What does that look like? So generosity cannot exist without boundaries, but it doesn't always feel like that, does it? Because we don't want to disappoint people. We don't want to uh, let people down. Um, but boundaries are key in us l- loving ourselves and loving others as generous as possible. So I'm going to give you an example. Let's say I wake up tomorrow morning and I've got five text messages in my phone at 7 a.m. Obviously, like, I've got a early and I've prayed and I've not looked at my phone until I've um, you know, got good boundaries. Right, I've got five requests from five different people. So I've got a friend saying, is there any chance you could pop in and feed my dogs at lunchtime today? I need to be out all day. I've got um, a neighbour saying, can you look after my kids after school today? Can you pick them up and and have them until five o'clock? I've got um, Hannah from youth is saying, we've got a youth night tonight. Can you bake a cake? Sorry, I forgot to ask you. Um, I've got Addo saying, can I borrow your bike today? Because mine got nicked. Um, And then I've got... um, Luke's mum saying, uh, can you help me do an online shop? Because I don't really know how to do an online shop, but that would be useful. Okay, so without boundaries, I would say yes to all of these. I'd be like, yep, 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 yep. That's what life without boundaries looks like. Just say yes to everything. And I would say yes at my own cost. What, whatever, I would have to give up something in order for that to happen. And that's good. That's like what Jesus would do. We give up, we sacrifice so that we can do those things. So it's not a bad thing but I would be doing them out of obligation. I would be doing them because I should, because I don't know how to say no. And in 2 Corinthians 9-7, it says, each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And so when we give things under compulsion because of obligation, because we should, is that being generous? Because those things often lead to some level of resentment or pain or anger. When we're giving out of obligation, I don't think that's the same as being generous. The University of Notre Dame did a science of generosity um, project, and they defined generosity as the virtue of giving good things to others freely and abundantly not under compulsion, but freely and abundantly. So if I'm doing something just because I feel I should do it, because I don't know how to say no to to doing it, because I don't want to let someone down or disappoint them, I don't think that is being generous. It's not giving freely and abundantly. But when we set boundaries, and in order to set the boundaries, we have to first overcome that we might disappoint someone. Somebody might be hurt by this. Then we remove the obligation we remove that self-cost and we're free to be generous because we're recognizing that my time is also as important as your time the thing you're asking me to do but I've got things to do and that's also important so if we then look at those five things again but we put some boundaries in place so I'm going to say yes to Ado who wants to borrow my bike but I mean it would be way too big for him but But I need my bike at three o'clock because I've got to I've got to get into town at three o'clock. So I would say to him, yep, you can borrow it, but I need it back by 2.30. So that's putting a boundary in place. I'm saying yes, but with a boundary. I'd co- communicate clearly on that. I'm going to say no to my friend that's asked me to look after her kids because I've promised Aaron that we'd do some one-to-one time after school today. So if I say yes to that friend, I'm saying no to Aaron and that's not fair and he he's looking forward to that. But... We could make a cake because I want to one time. So I'm going to say yes to Hannah for the making a cake, but I'm going to put a boundary in because I'm going to say it's I need more notice next time. Normally I would say no to this. I can't do it on one day's notice, but I can do it today, so I will do it. So I'm creating a boundary for the next time she asks me. Um, I'm going to say to Luke's mum I don't have time for an online shop today but I do have time at 10 o'clock on Friday would that work for you so again I'm creating a boundary if she can't do 10 o'clock on Friday then we can't do it but I'm saying this is what I can do this is what I can't do and as for feeding the dogs I love those dogs so I'm going to say yes because that's fun <laughs> so out of our five things That originally I was saying yes to all five things, but I don't think with a generous heart I'm now saying yes to three things, but with a generous heart. And I think that's how we can be more generous with boundaries. And the other two, one of the other things I'm saying not yet, but I'm saying yes to it. Just can't do it today. So in summary, in order to set boundaries, we need to respect ourselves first. I think. in like Emily was speaking last week on the passage of um love your uh <laughs> oh hi Simon's just swapped are you gonna like tell each other later <laughs> like, fill in the caps um Emily was talking on love your neighbor as you love yourself and I really loved how she helped us to think about how we love ourselves first because in order to love our neighbor as we love ourselves we, that we need both um and so Um, We have to respect ourselves first and we have to get past the possibility of disappointing other people. We have to communicate clearly and kindly. Someone can't respect our boundaries if they don't know them. We can do our 50% and our 50% means clearly and kindly communicating what we can and can't do. Remember, we can't control other people, but we can create boundaries to stop ourselves from getting hurt or taken advantage of. I was listening to uh, Brené Brown's podcast and she shared a story where every year she does like a big Christmas party, you know, like a week before Christmas and they invite all the families and um, local families from from the school along. And uh, one year, one of the mums got absolutely blitzed, like totally wasted. And, um, and And it's a family party and there's kids around and everything thing Um, and her behavior became inappropriate it was aggressive it was unpleasant and so the next year Brené had the the what do I do dilemma what do I do here do I just not invite her do I gossip about her like all the other mums do what do I do but so what she decided was I'm going to invite her but I'm going to ask her not to drink so that so she said I'd absolutely love it if you come to my party but I, I want you not to drink if you come. And the mum was like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, like I know I was a bit out of hand last year. I'll just have one or two, it'll be fine. And Brenna said, no, if you're coming, I need you not to drink. And she, she was really angry and she said, I don't want to come to your party anyway and, and didn't come. That's, that, that's the possibility. It doesn't always like go the way we want, but we can only do our 50% and she wasn't comfortable with that behaviour in her house again you know if you've got like a family member that comments on your weight every time you see them you can put a boundary and you can ask them not to do that and then you can say if you carry on doing that then I'm gonna maybe not phone you as much maybe not see you as much you can put in some boundaries to stop yourself from getting hurt so the personal situation you identified earlier is is there um, a boundary you can put in place or has something come to mind where you thought actually i want to get better at communicating that so we're just finished by sharing that sharing is there something you want to do or change um having heard some of this stuff so over to you okay we'll just finish those conversations because the other zones are going to come back in in a minute and i just want to make sure we finished um so if um because, because we need to finish like I would have loved a bit of time for sort of Q&A or sharing a little bit more but um if you want to ask me anything or you know if you're thinking oh, I don't actually know how to set this boundary then I'm really really happy to chat like grab me at the end or um you know discuss it with other people um and like I say this I would really recommend this book and or some Brennan Brown content is really good for helping think this stuff through so let me just um Pray for us and then we can just keep chatting when everyone comes back. God, thank you so much for the way that Jesus modelled boundaries really well. And in Acts, we see so many great examples of boundaries. And thank you that you teach us how to love ourselves and so that we can love our neighbours out of that. And we pray that as we boldly and courageously set boundaries with people that we love, people that we live with, with friends and family, that this would be, this would release generosity. We, we want to be people that are more and more generous with what we've got. And so we pray that as we set our boundaries, we see that in our lives and in the lives of others. And we pray that our boundaries help us and help others. Amen.